How do you say? How do you say? Welcome to How to Say Hi, a podcast that shares the power of ordinary interactions and hopes to inspire you to be on the hunt for opportunities to connect with others. Bonus episode! We're here with you today to talk about something that is quite relevant. Well, for us in the United States, that is. Voting! Hi, I'm Maggie. I'm a trained election officer, so I've got some insider knowledge to help you feel a little more comfortable walking into your polling place and also connect with those voting in your district. And I'm Caitlin. I do vote regularly, but still, for some reason, every time I'm walking to my polling place, I get all these, like, jitters and this little, like, apprehension for some reason. And I'm not sure why that social anxiety exists or that anxiety around voting exists for me, but it 100% does, and it can be a little bit uncomfortable. That's totally normal. I think a lot of people that even though we say voting is a habit or I do it every year, I'm a really informed citizen, whatever, you really are only doing it once a year. But Maggie, for some reason, when I walk into the voting place, I'm like feeling all this pressure to do everything perfectly. It's almost like if I don't, if I make a mistake, it means that I am not a regular voter. And there's some sort of like pressure there to let people know that, hey, I do vote all the time and I promise it's something I care about. But yet I just had to ask you for instructions or I got confused on this simple thing that I should know. But maybe I, everybody makes those mistakes. It definitely happens, and I always have people apologizing when I try to direct them the right way or like, oh, no, turn your belt that way. Like, oh, no, I'm so sorry. It's really okay. Do not apologize. Election officers like myself are trained to help you get through that, and we have all the answers. And and if we don't, we know the people that do. So don't be worried about um, going the wrong way or doing the wrong thing. We're going to help you get through. You can also take your time, ask questions. Um, Do not be afraid. You have every right to be there. And if you mess up, say you make a check mark instead of filling in the bubble, um, you can actually start over. We call that a spoiled ballot. And you can just, we, we mark it up, we throw it away, and you get a fresh one. So don't feel that pressure of doing everything right the first time and, and ask for help if you need it. So, Caitlin, you said you get a little nervous, even though it's something you do often. Um, is there anything that you've done in the past to kind of ease those? fears or how do you get through it to make sure your vote counts? Yeah, that's a great question because I definitely have kind of figured out some tricks that make me more excited to go or less nervous to go. I'm not really even sure what that comes from. A lot of times I go by myself, so I'm walking into a place that I'm not really familiar with. 
And I just don't want to mess up and make it seem like I don't know what I'm doing or like I don't vote often or something. I feel like there's a lot of judgment that is associated with that. I totally get that. When you do it once a year, it's not a habit. And you can be like the most involved citizen and you still only get the chance to do it once a year. Things change. There are new rules every year, new processes. Every state does a little different. Every precinct has a different thing. So yeah, it you're not wrong or uninformed if you don't know exactly how your precinct operates. Well, that's good news because I don't know where that pressure comes from, but I got to believe that other people are feeling it out there. Um, But there are a few tricks that I've learned over the years that help me better prepare to go into the voting place so they don't feel so nervous. And the number one piece of advice I have for anyone else who might have this anxiety like I do is to Do all your research beforehand and literally write yourself a cheat sheet. Look up your ballot online and put all the answers on a little index card and shove it in your pocket. And then when you get in there, you don't even have to do any thinking. You know exactly what you're going to do. I remember the first time I did that, I was about to pull it out and I'm like, oh my gosh, wait a second. Am I cheating or something? Is this okay? Is this allowed? But yes, it is allowed. Go ahead and do it. That is such a great idea. So now that we've taken care of some of the items that might be causing our social anxieties, I want to touch on how we bring thoughtfulness to the experience so that it actually brings joy to the voting process. Uh, The first thing that I think is important to note is that we're surrounded by our community when we go voting. And it's great just to say hi, to show excitement that it's such a great turnout for this specific poll, and it's great to see them there. Another thing you can do is be kind and thoughtful throughout the, the, the whole process. So hold the door for the people in front of you or behind you. Um, wave, smile at the kids that are tagging along. Um, and then be patient. It's a long day for many people there, for the people who are working. But also if there are lines, people may have been there a while. Um, it's important to just like stay calm, stay patient, um, keep smile on your face. It'll really lift everyone's mood. And I can almost guarantee that more than a cup of coffee, a heartfelt appreciation to the people who are volunteering that day will be something that helps wake them up and pushes them to the end of that long, strenuous day. Maggie, how long are you generally there on a voting day? I think the minimum is about 14 hours. Um, If polls are open from 6 a.m. to 7 p.m., we're there at least an hour early. And we have to be there until everything is counted and closed up and reported. So it is a long day. And let me tell you, I drink a lot of coffee. But yes, the hellos, the thank yous, the how you doing, all of that really helps get me through. Yeah, that is so long. And I got (laughs) to imagine it's a lot of the same stuff over and over. And, you know, just breaking that monotony for them for a second, like, kind of does a big thing. Like, yes, you're not spending your 14 hours there, but you are helping them get through it by just extending a little bit of kindness and thoughtfulness and empathy towards those people who are volunteering. The last thing I think that is helpful to prepare for is when you first walk into your polling place. I know a lot of times there are people out front advocating for their candidates, And sometimes it can be a little bit awkward as you're walking in because they obviously are vying for your vote. I just recommend take these situations head on and say, oh, I so appreciate your passion and that you're out here being a part of our democracy. Uh, But I have 
everything all planned on my little notebook in my pocket, and I'm all set, but thank you so much. Appreciate you. And even if it's somebody who doesn't necessarily have the same political views as you, you can still appreciate that they are taking part in this beautiful democracy that we do have. So remember that they are people and they're doing something that they're passionate about. Exactly. Yeah. It's really important to acknowledge and appreciate every single part of our democracy. Um, even the, you know, the opposite side there, the whole reason we have an election is because there are more than one viewpoints and it's good to just acknowledge that. And, and like Caitlin said, appreciate their time, their passion, um, their, their rule following. Um, there's often guidelines of where they can be and what they can say. So, um, just be, grateful that they are are following the procedures and that you also have the space to to do that and and make your voice heard so next voting day november 2nd here for those in the united states get out there have fun don't be worried about the social anxieties just say hi and who knows who you'll meet in line thank you to the wonderful brent mccormick for all the podcast art and his band the wimps who wrote and recorded the theme song and all the tunes you hear throughout our show if you have voting stories or want to ask a question, find us on Instagram or Facebook at How to Say Hi Pod. Or you can email us at howtosayhipod at gmail.com. Thanks for tuning in to our extra special bonus episode. We'll be back on schedule next week to talk about office life. See you next time. Bye.